Brandon, what what would you like to say about your picks last weekend? Yeah, we're not going to disclose <laughs> how poorly I would have been at the sports booking. Yeah, and I should have uh, bet on the sports books because I went 6-6. Six six. Too bad it's illegal in my state. F you. <laughs> not to mention that my picks got absolutely blown out. I mean... <sighs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, so so we start the day off hot. I pick Bengals, yeah, which is yeah. a relatively easy pick. It was a, a decent game. And it was I'm like, surprisingly low scoring too. Oh, yeah. You think those teams would have put up like at least thirty each, and they end, they only ended up putting up what's that forty five total points? Yeah. Well, then I'm like, yeah, you know, fuck it, we're gonna go Patriots taking the Patriots <laughs> and yeah, you know, moving on after that because <laughs> they got fucking they got beat by 30, 30 points yeah ridiculous top 10 defense my ass yeah they played a lot of bad teams this year well, like, which I understand the Bills are like the number one defense and you know they still scored 17 but letting up you know, seven perfect drives. Yeah. Is uh, if you would have told me any team would have scored seven touchdowns in that game, I would have thought you were insane because we both thought this game was going to be low scoring. But the Bills just came out, scored on seven straight possessions, and then they were done. The, well, like, the Patriots were dead. We, we both we both picked like whoever would have lost that game would have had the lowest score of you yeah. Know, the weekend which... and they were, they were tied for third lowest score all the losers didn't score a lot of points except no the the Steelers scored the most points of the losers that's sad you know what good for them good for good. them big Ben good for big Ben what a what a go With away consent, party. of course because you know big Ben doesn't like consent mm. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was that next game? Was that uh the Chiefs was an easy pick. I mean Oh yeah, well that's the only other pick I got right because I picked Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I picked the Eagles to t- to take down Tampa Bay. Yeah. You missed the Niners Cowboys. Yeah. The Rams. I mean cards. that that was a that was a close enough one where it was like yeah, yeah, the- a toss up. That was a toss-up. I just the Cowboys hadn't beat a winning team except for the Eagles all year. And the Eagles, I wouldn't even call them a winning team. They were mm. they were like the NFC Steelers. Yeah, they were just that bad to watch. Here you go, son. Here's a free pass to the playoffs. Yeah, oh my goodness. I, I, I'm hoping in the in a couple of years that you know introducing the seven seed is actually good. And not terrible because I don't think any seventh seed like in the last what have they had this two years? Two years, yeah. I don't think any seventh seed has won yet. No, I think they've all been blowouts too. So it hasn't even been worth it. But I'm I like more football. I wouldn't mind adding an eight seed. Don't give the first seed a bye. Um No, that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> as long as it's Green Bay getting the first seed. Yeah. 
and then, yeah, I, I chose the Cardinals against the Rams, and we saw how that worked out. That, well, yeah, that's, I mean, it's not my fault. Matt Stafford's a turnover machine, and then he decides to come out and throw that game, looking yeah, looking mighty fine. Yeah, which good for him. First playoff win of his career. Gotta love it. That's true. Good for him. Too He's bad. no longer considered a bomb, maybe. Somehow he might lose next week. We'll get to that. So, like, the highlights of the first weekend of games I had for the Raiders and Bengals. Um, the Bengals uh, used their early season combo of Jamar Chase and CJ Uzama for the majority of their pass yards, which early in the season was, you know, how they started off so well and you know, I would have thought they might have finished a little better on the year, but they ran into ran into some tough times. But as did every other team, as did the Raiders, and they managed to pull through. Um, possession the Raiders was atrocious in the in the red zone. Like that was time to run some plays not to the end zone and continuing to go to the end zone obviously didn't work and then Derek Carr threw did they call that a pick or did he drop it either way it was fourth down so it didn't matter it was a turnover and it didn't even get to the end zone so you you needed that curl route like on the first two downs maybe get closer spike it on second down instead of first or even spike it on third if it's you know uh goal to go at the one Mm -hmm. give yourself some time to create a play um josh jacobs got going uh late in the game but hopefully for next year if i don't know how long josh jacobs is under contract but they need to get him going more steadily instead of later in the game i know that's key to like yeah i'm gonna set up the run early Derek Carr passed for like 54 times yeah. Which didn't help them because uh Bengals pass defense way better than the run defense. Yeah. Yeah, and Josh Jacobs <clears throat> Not to is mention a that good running back. Three three of the Bengals defensive linemen uh got taken out of the game, especially Hendrickson with concussion protocol. He might not play this weekend, but yeah. they don't know that yet. Yeah, so um, you know, but props to the Raiders for making it to the playoffs because they've they had a hell of it should a have been the Chargers. It should have been the Chargers. They should have tied. They should have tied. Uh, yeah. All right, Patriots Bills. Uh, yeah, that was uh, shellacking. To that, say the that's all that needs least. to be said. Moving on. Yeah. Well, you know. I was surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised Mac Jones. Mac Jones played good against bad teams all year and against better defenses hasn't looked that great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that he, know, he didn't play that bad. He just had – well, he, you know, it doesn't help his defense kind of let him down there. Yeah. But he also threw two picks. But he still tossed for 230 and two tutties, so. Yeah. It's, and then, it's mainly the run game because – yeah, that's what I have right here is that they need to develop a run game for next year because they they don't have any. And that would two running backs couldn't get over 30 yards. Yeah. I mean, uh, shit, on two carries, Mac Jones was 10 yards short of being the fucking rushing leader. 
Yeah, what is who does he think he is? He thinks he's uh Josh Allen over there. The Bills actually ran with more than Josh Allen. They actually set up the run this week. And yeah. hopefully they carry that into next week because if Josh Allen has to literally do everything for that team, they're they're gonna lose next week. Uh Bucks Eagles. That one is expected. Well, my issue is the Eagles could have done something early on because it was 17 nothing. It could have easily been a one-score game going into yeah, halftime. But right Jalen Hurts halftime. threw that red zone pick, and then they yep. flipped it into a field goal on the other yep. side before half. And then in the second half, right away, um, Jalen Rager muffing that punt. Put them out the game. What a goon. Get that man some stickums. I can't, you know, it's it's one season or two seasons now, but um that them passing on double double J Justin Jefferson Mm -hmm. uh looks worse and worse. Well like each time something bad happens. I think a big issue of you know why they missed on so many opportunities. They weren't targeting Devontae Smith in that first half, like, yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, he, he did have run. four receptions for 60 yards. Imagine if you targeted him more in the first half. Exactly. Oh. They need to run better routes that work with Jalen Hurts' arm. You mean, like, short routes? More cro- yeah, more crossers. <laughs> Practically, they need to run what the Bucks do. Run the Tom Brady routes. Right. And it always works. And I don't know I don't know how to stop it. I don't know if you press up more on defense. I don't know how to stop Brady. I'm not I'm not a football guru. I just enjoy watching for fun. Yeah. But yeah, that that game it went about as I expected. All right, uh, 49ers, Cowboys. Uh, uh, cahoots to the Cowboys for absolutely blowing up starting the game and then coming back just to screw it up. Yep, yep. That's, that, uh, that is a Cowboys loss right there. Hello. That is. Um, the 49ers running game and Debo <sighs> Samuel, they can, be, they can be dangerous. I mean, I know everyone says that, but... Well, it's true. With Jimmy G's torn ligament in his thumb, he can't yeah. really throw the ball. I mean, he had 25 attempts, but he only had 172 yards, zero touchdowns, yeah. and a pick. And then and you his look shoulder at shoulder strain now, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much he's going to be able to throw going. And then the you look at the more. the rush game, 37 attempts. Mm-hmm. Well, 38 if you include Jimmy G, but I don't because that was only <laughs> a yard. But <laughs> yeah, over a hundred. 60 yards rushing from Eli Mitchell and Debo. Yep. And that could be their, their route to, well, depending on, you know, they're obviously playing in a place where running is going to be essential and against the historically bad run defense. Not, not this year, just every postseason. This year we'll get to that, (laughs) but I'll, I'll let you know about it. Um, I was surprised at how I mean, Kittle didn't have to do much in this game, obviously, no. but no. 
you know, I think, I think for next week, uh, he could have a big game. I hope not. And then uh, we mentioned the Cowboys only, only winning games against uh, other poor uh, football teams. Other poor football teams, yeah. Well, uh, the 49ers, 49ers themselves are five and four against playoff teams this year. Yeah. So, so two, two, two not great teams against playoff teams. That's right. Only one had to prevail so they could lose in the cold. I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Cowboys' lack of discipline hurt them. Yeah, and, and also lack of a I, good head coach. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a terribly planned game for them. Oh yeah, like an IQB draw. Well, it's not it, such a bad idea, but once Dak gets past the ten yards and yeah. then keeps going, you're just you're pushing it, and obviously they pushed it too much because yeah. couldn't get the ball to the ref to clock it. So yeah, I have no um, comments about that at all because. <laughs> Who knows? Whatever. Cowboys lost. Yeah, they lost. Who knows? They probably wouldn't have even gotten the touchdown on the last play anyways. Yeah. And who knows? There's there's no there's no idea really what's coming for them in the offseason. All right. Steelers, Chiefs. Well, <laughs> they had, Steelers had me in the first half of the first quarter, not going to lie. Yeah, the the first quarter and a half, uh, the Chiefs looks like middle of the season Chiefs, and made me wonder. But well, you like, know, then for that the Steelers, you know, was in that game for as long as they were, which was not long, but <laughs> yeah, still, yeah, Patty Mahomes threw five touchdowns and eleven minutes, and then it was over. Not a bad stat line for Big Ben, though. I mean, that's what happens when you have to throw. You know, you have to throw from behind. They have no. They could have a run game. They don't. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for their off season, was just poor. Yeah, for for their off season, I, they have to figure out a new offense and replace Big Ben. Yeah, that's if, about it if they just game. if they figure out the quarterback situation, then kind of straighten out those receivers because they got some talented receivers. Talented receivers, but if they, they just straighten them out, make states. Yeah, yeah, and then find a quarterback, they'll be they'll be good. Yep. All right, Rams cards. Uh, ever since I the thought mid-season. this was going to be probably the best game of the weekend, and it failed. I had this game and the Niners-Cowboys game being uh, the best two, and then obviously the Pats-Bills, but then that game wasn't close. The Niners game was... The the Niners game might have been the second best game of the weekend. Yeah. And yeah, this game was just a blowout that, that speculation surrounding Cliff Kingsbury since the middle of the season has really thrown off the Cardinals and I don't I don't know I I, could, I don't want to say they purposely 
have been playing bad, but they've probably lost some morale. Yeah. JJ um, Watt shouldn't have said that. Maybe we're maybe just we're fucking just better. better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The Rams offense actually didn't have to do too much in this game because no. their defense got points and stopped Arizona until mostly garbage time. Yeah. It, it was a good game to try and get Cam Akers back and going. Yeah. And he, off that Achilles. He, was doing, he was doing well, so hopefully he gets some more action for next week. And Matt Stafford not turning the ball over. Good job. Yep. Good job. Odell. Speaking of next. Yeah, oh, Odell. First threw a, threw an absolute season. dime. At one point, <laughs> he almost had more yards than Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor that, guy. Yeah. He's going to go Poor back guy. to the athletics. <sighs> Poor little failure. Hey, if you, if you, I mean, the pay can be good in the MLB. Probably not at the athletics. Not in the minors for the first 10 years of his life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's move on to the predictions for the divisional round. Oh, yeah. Start with the Titans, Bengals. So, okay. Let me just start by saying this is probably like the hardest game I had choosing a winner. Same same here. (sighs) It's, It's just tough what what if derrick henry comes back oh i i mean if he's back i have them winning regardless See, even then i have them i don't know because the titans pass defense is garbage yeah they their their cornerback one is janoris jenkins who is you know he's been decent yeah. but no offense i think they're what I want to say they're like 29th and 30th in receiving yards and touchdowns to wide receivers. Yeah. Oh, but but they're like 7th against tight ends in the past game, which doesn't make any sense, but uh yeah, well, I Jamar Chase is probably going to go off for a little bit there. Unless they double team then they got other options in Tyler Boyd and T Higgins, which I think the Titans are fucked in that regard. Yeah, I think you know the Titans haven't had a really strong opponent since early in the season, and you know towards the middle there they had a lull. You know they lost against the Steelers, they lost against the Texans, I believe. I think they did, and you know, but you know they played decently well, and they've obviously got the one seed for a reason. They beat a lot of strong teams. Yeah. You know, early in the season, and that's that's really what mattered most is to get those big games won. And you know, they locked at the one seed for a reason. Um, I think if, this if game, they get Derrick Henry back, it such a big boost to that offense, obviously, because he's the best running back in the league. Yeah, but I, do, I don't know if it's I don't know if that's enough. Just having that I running think game, a difference will be the Titans experience. Like they have playoff experience now for the years they've been getting further and further. That's obviously with Derrick Henry. So I don't know. I never really liked like obviously, you know, playoff experience people say plays a big part. I really don't care for that argument at all because uh 
I just feel like you're either born for the big moments or you're not. And yeah. I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are both born for the big moments. For the big I mean, moments. Yeah, they haven't had NFL playoff experience, but I'm sure they've had high school playoff. Well, they've yeah, and had college. college playoff. Yeah. You're under the big lights. You perform. You're made for it. That's just what happens. A game is a game. Uh, Mike, but, yeah. Mike Frable might have some stuff planned for him. Yeah, we'll see. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't count on it. I mean, Joe Burrow will probably <laughs> toss a 300 dot real quick. Uh, I could definitely see it happening. Like I said, I'm as of now. My my impression is that Derrick Henry is going to be playing. Yeah. So yeah. I have the Titans winning. My score for the game is 31-28. So close. Close that, game. Field goal game. Close to what I got. I uh, I got the Bengals 34-31. Yeah, so you know, we both think it's going to be a higher scoring game. Yeah, because basically, uh, you know, they got Derrick Henry back and, you know, Bengals might be missing a couple of their D linemen. So that's going to be a huge hole for Derrick Henry to run through. But once they get to the passing game, Bengals pass defense much stronger than their run defense, which is going to give Ryan Tannehill a hard time. Not, not that hard of a time, but hard enough where it's, they're not going to win with Ryan Tannehill this game. They're going to win with Derrick Henry if they win at all, which I don't think they will because I think, uh, that Bengals offense against that Tennessee defense is just a little too much. Yeah. Uh, so who do you have for your X factors in this game? So my X factors game, it's got to be that Titan secondary for I also Tennessee have Titan secondary. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> they they have to lock up or they're gonna lose. Every blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again. I don't think it'll be this game for Tennessee, but if someone had to step up, it has to be that secondary. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, we we both have the game. I don't even know what's considered high scoring. I thirty-one twenty-eight is you think you I don't know uh, anything you think over twenty-eight? Okay, yeah. so yeah, we both have it as a game. I have the Titans winning by a field goal. We have the Bengals winning by four. So. Obviously a toss-up. and No, I got a field goal, too. 34-31. Oh, 34-31. Okay, so yeah. it's So we both have the Titans secondary. I have, for the Bengals, I have Joe Mixon. Yeah, I was thinking about Joe Mixon as well. Um, but I don't know. It's a toss-up between Mixon and the D-line. Because yeah, they might yeah. get Hendrickson back, mm-hmm. uh, unconfirmed though. Uh, I'll say I'll say this: if he comes back, it's going to be Hendrickson for me. Yeah. Uh, because you know, they're uh, going to need that. To the stop. Tennessee the Tennessee O line is mm-hmm. one of the worst in uh, sacks prevented. Okay, you know, Tannehill's getting walloped all year and if Hendrickson's back it's just going to be more of the same and it's almost the same thing for the Bengals their O-line's ranked 30th and you know sacks prevented yeah so 
Uh, if Hendrickson's back, he's my X factor. If he's not, I'm gonna go with Joe Mixon. All right. Well, that's good. All right. Uh, second game of Saturday: Packers Niners. My favorite. No bias here. Go Green Bay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to look at it biased. We're both Packers fans, but oh, I, I, I can look at this through fucking both sides of the glass because I know exactly what's oh, going to happen. Because yeah, it's happened the, every the single Niners time. The Niners are going to probably run all over the Packers, and especially because they have a guy who's not a running back that can run. Exactly. All over, he, like Cordell Patterson. I love oh, Cordell Patterson. Cordell Great Patterson, player. Cap. Yeah. Captain America. <laughs> um, you know, and if, if the Niners do need to pass, yeah, if the Niners do need to pass, um, the Packers defense has been getting picked apart by crossing and under routes. And if you put Debo on those, he's speedy and can get easy, easy yards. I'll tell you this. The Packers are playing the defense, playing at a high clip. The ladder of the year. Yeah. And we're getting back Jair. We might get back Zadarius and Whitney Merciless. Oh, yeah. There is an issue, which is a persistent issue, and it is us against the run. Mm-hmm. The Packers, in the run game this year, has given up close to five yards per attempt. Yeah. Which is 27th, I want to say. It's probably pretty bad. And I think it's like 4.3 against uh, just straight up running backs. Yeah. So 4.7 against any ball carrier. That includes like Debo Samuel, which is, you know, the wide receiver, the top guy. And 4.3 against any other running back. And they got Elijah Mitchell. I just. Now, do you do you try nightmare. and stack the box and watch for you know your end arounds and stuff of that nature? You have to tell your outside uh, backers to you have to make sure you steal edge, don't come down too hard, and then force try and force Jimmy G to pass, or do well, you just play? The key is stuff them enough and go up as much as you can cuz mm-hmm. i think you know packers are going to they're going to beat the niners by quite a few but you think you want to start like the, the first game i think it's going to be a different story uh many reasons uh mm-hmm. you can never really compare a week 3 game to yeah to the divisional the round especially yeah. when the packers just hit a different gear Going yeah. into the second half of the year, um, you know Aaron Rodgers probably going to be MVP again. Uh, yeah, I have it in here that the Packers' offense can look unstoppable at times. Yeah. Uh, okay, but for this game, you want to. If I'm the Packers, I'm taking the ball first. I'm going down. I'm going to try to score. The only problem you're going to have with that Niners defense, I feel, is going to be that front seven. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they, I, I, they are going to win it or lose it on defense for mm-hmm. the Niners because mm-hmm. they got to stuff the run, which is going to be 
Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, which is a mm-hmm. probably a top five running back duo. Yeah, and once they stuff the run, they're gonna have to get to Aaron Rodgers early and often, which they couldn't do in the Week Three matchup. They only got to him one time. Or I think they had like one second. Was two Bosa QB hurt hits. in that game? I know it's way back then. I think Bosa was. I think he played that whole game, okay. if I'm not wrong. Uh, but it at the same time, like it doesn't matter. Rodgers can get that ball out quick and fast. Once they get, mm-hmm. if they have trouble in the first half, they're going to get to that second half, have a halftime game plan, and Matt Lafleur is going to draw up those quick passes to Devonte, uh, throw him in the slot, and they're just going to pick apart that secondary. So the only problem they're going to have is with that front seven. And I don't think it's going to be a problem because it wasn't in week three. Yeah. But, if if yeah. the line holds up well enough, they're going to easily put up points. And I and we got Bakhtiari back, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Going to force Jimmy G to be more than a game manager. I I hate that term, but that's what everyone seems to call Jimmy G. He's a winner. He's definitely yeah. a winner, but but he's he's the, injured now, so he has yeah. To be the issue is he's got that torn ligament in his thumb, mm-hmm. and which, he has a sprained shoulder now too. Yeah, and now he's facing so, a healthy Packers defense. Yeah, and it they're just gonna they're gonna have to rely on that run game. But the issue with that is if they get the run game going then that's going to drop a lot of the defenders and it's going to open up the passing lanes for players like Debo, Ayuk, and George Kittle. Not to mention Elijah Mitchell can uh, receive out the backfield. Yeah. Whoever scores first, the first touchdown, is going to put pressure on the other team. That's why, you know, Packers got to get that ball first. If you're the Packers, you you want the ball first and you want to score Go down, score put pressure on that offense, make Jimmy G pass the ball. Mm-hmm. And you're just, you're just going to run away with this. I, I don't have a runaway. I do have the Packers. Yeah. Because, you know, we, I think we both have the same idea. Like the Packers, if I'm the Packers, I want to score first and I want to force, I want to score a touchdown first, not three need seven. Or six, mm-hmm. <laughs> or eight, <laughs> whatever works. But you, you definitely whoever scores first is going to have the advantage of this game. Um, either way, I'm taking the Packers. I have the score being thirty-five to twenty-seven, so one score game. Yeah. Um, you know, another eight-point game. Um, uh, for me, it's more of like a. I don't even know, like uh, 34, 24, probably. So point. just, yeah, a 10-point game. Yeah. I For just feel Packers, the, the Packers just, the Packers score early and they put the pressure on that offense. Yeah. Eventually, Jimmy G's, they're going to try and force him to pass and it's just not going to work out with that thumb because he's been missing receivers. And yeah. he's got, not to mention, five picks in his last three games. Yeah. And we got and Jair back. He just and hurt he, his shoulder. Yeah. So. Jair, Jair can lock up Debo on the outside if need be. 
Uh, not to not to say he's going to completely shut him down, but lock him up enough in the past game where it's might not make a difference. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see. 49ers could make it another close game. You know, just mm-hmm. have Aaron Rodgers win it with 30 seconds left. So for my X factors, I have Eli Mitchell for the Niners. Mm-hmm. And then I have Alan Lazard or A.J. Dillon for the Packers. Yeah. Uh, pretty simple. Uh, the Packers, uh, front seven, uh, preventing that run. That's Mm -hmm. Packers. And then opposite side, I got Debo. I mean, he's just the one. He's the one that's going to do it for him. Yeah. I agree. I agree that in any form, Debo is going to be an issue. All right, for the first game on Sunday, Rams Bucks. Well, well, well. This Hello. is Yeah, this game um this is my biggest spread and um I have aspirations what? here. I think the Rams defense it could be too much with the Bucks, especially if their two old linemen are injured still. Yeah. Uh, the right tackle. Uh, what was his name? Good question. Yeah, I forgot his name. But they have two injured linemen, and you know a big, a big key to any Tom Brady led offense is the O line being fantastic, and having two guys out could be a big difference. Oh yeah, they have the. I think I read that right. The number two O line this year in the past protection. Yeah. And then and as soon as his right tackle got hurt, he was done for. And, you know, this year, I, I think the Rams will have a good scheme against the Bucks' offense. You know, and on downfield passes, we've seen – well, we've really seen Stafford and Brady miss passes. Um, so it really – I think it's going to depend on which – not to say that. Brady and Stafford are on the same level, but it depends on if they cause any turnovers. I mean, okay, so my mental notes, Tom Brady's just, he's going to be Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to perform well no matter what. Uh, The difference, I think the big difference here is, is Matt Stafford going to keep playing as well as he played last week. Granted, he only had 200 yards, but he didn't turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he went 13-17, a couple touchdowns. Can he keep that up, or is he just – If was that just a one-week knockoff against, you know, that Cardinals defense? And is he going to – Does he do for another pick six? Like, he had three straight weeks of – The 360 no-scope pick six. Yeah. Uh, I think the major difference is – Tom Brady's going to play well, are good enough to help mm-hmm. the Bucks stay in the game. But is Matt Stafford going to play well and not turn the ball over again? I think that's I, the difference here. I think that is too, and I, I also think uh, if the Bucks can get some form of a running game, they've been lacking. Yeah, um, they obviously yeah. look decent against the Eagles, but. They've been missing Leonard Fournette big time. Yeah, 
playoff Lenny. And uh, if they can use uh, more than Mike Evans and Gronk. Yeah. Um, the the Bucks line is definitely my X factor in the game. Uh Bucks line, yeah. I don't know if they, for me and the Buccaneers, uh, the I think the big thing is those secondary receivers getting going. Yeah. Uh, I think they're gonna be my X factor. Uh, for for the Rams, I have Von Miller. I think yeah. he needs to show up big time. And they traded. This is his moment. This is what they traded for him for. Yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking Von Miller like on the dot too because uh, he lines up on that right side of that O line, and that's where they got that vacant vacant spot. If yeah. he's gonna show anybody in Los Angeles, you know, this is why you drafted me. This is the moment. This is the game. And this he's he's got to he's got to be a game wrecker. He's yeah. he's just got to do it. He's got to throw Tom Brady off. I don't know if he can do that, but I don't know try. if he can do that either. Um, who do you, who do you have in this one? And uh, I, as much as I'd love to face Tampa Bay, uh, in Lambeau, I am taking the Rams. Uh, relative. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a relatively high scoring game. Uh, for me, it's like twenty seven to twenty three, maybe. 27, okay. I have the Rams winning thirty-eight to twenty-eight. I sure. think Stafford. Yeah, I think Stafford is going to string two good games in a row together. Ah, um, he could. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think the Bucks will be the Bucks. They'll score two. I think the Rams just they tack on. A, they're up by seven. The Rams are on the field. And the Bucks yeah. have to stop them, and they can't. The Ram- or they might get a late drive, but the Rams. The, the only issue on with with the Rams, yeah, they have a really good defensive line, uh, really good corner and Jalen Ramsey, top three corner. But their issue is the other parts of the secondary. Mm-hmm. That's why I chose the secondary receivers for the Buccaneers. Yeah, to, to uh, step up. Yeah, because Ramsey's going to lock up Mike Evans as best, he's, best as he can, but that also leaves open the other guys for the Bucks' offense, which they got to make those catches, <clears throat> and they're going to be the big difference maker in this game if the Bucks have a, you know, if the Bucks want to win this game. Yeah. I that's surprisingly my you know my biggest win prediction. Um, yeah, what was uh, mine was Packers 49ers, Yeah, because this next yeah. game is gonna be probably yeah. like, oh, yeah, butt heads here. <laughs> so talk about spitting image teams. Yeah, this game. At least I have how they this play game going games. five distinct ways. So you got the Bills blowing out the Chiefs. The Chiefs blowing out the Bills, an it's atrocious, an atrocious low-scoring game because both that offenses forget how to play offense. 
or both offenses play lights out with one of the two teams. By, by God, that's not Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. That's Jackson Mahomes. Oh, no. Um, if he, if the Chiefs come out slow and the Bills get up early, um, I don't think the Chiefs can come back like they have in years past. I, I, I think the Bills' defense will be too strong, and and the Chiefs, the Chiefs won't be able to catch up. I'm a, I'm gonna let you get all all of your thoughts out about this oh, game because okay. then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna go. All right, but the Bills have been super up and down this year and may have blew their best game for last week in their <laughs> in their really a, a rivalry playoff game. Yeah. Um the Chiefs have beaten good teams this year by the skin of their teeth and I think that luck is going to come to an end this week. And that's that's I mean that was five distinct ways are pretty much describe how both these teams have looked this year. You done? Yeah. Because we are going to battle this Sunday night on pay-per-view. Can I I just share my, actually, my score prediction? Yep. (laughs) 41-38. Oh, that's a great, that's a good score. (laughs) But who did you choose to win? The Bills. Okay. (laughs) Let me just start off by saying this. No slumps. If there's slumps, I'm going to be very disappointed here. The Chiefs offense is red hot. I don't care if they scored 42 (laughs) against the Steelers or not. You still had to score the football. And besides, they had the defensive player of the year on their side of the ball. But I believe this is going to be the highest scoring game of the weekend. Granted, the Bills have probably the number one defense. Doesn't matter. If Doesn't the Chiefs are hot. Matter. The Chiefs are hot. They will find ways to pick apart that defense. Almost as if Aaron Rodgers was having Thanksgiving dinner in Chicago. Oh jeez. <laughs> um nom nom. Give me that turkey leg. Uh but anyways, uh the Bills aren't gonna go you know, perfect seven drives again uh, because, you know, the best part of the Chiefs defense is that pass defense. Uh, The run, not so much, but also the Bills don't have that great of a running game, but they have the opportunity to run the ball as they Mm -hmm. like, especially with Josh Allen. But it's the same thing with the Chiefs. Uh, But the difference is the Bills have a more complete defense uh, they can probably stop the run way better than the uh, Chiefs can. Not to mention they have probably two of the best safeties in the league. You know, yeah. Micah Hyde and Poirier. Yeah, uh, oh, back there. That's nasty. That's just a nasty safety combo. Uh, I just I don't think it changes the fact that you know the Chiefs are still going to put up a lot of points because they've been proven to do that against tough they defenses. Have the, they have the second best quarterback of all time. Yes. And we all know who number one is. That's right. I feel like we have two different options here. <laughs> uh, uh, I I feel like the run game's not going to be non-existent. It's just not going to be a factor here in this game. It's going to be all arm, all cannon. Oh, it's going to be all arm for both sides, probably. 
going to be two pirate ships battling it out <laughs> in the Atlantic Ocean. Kaboom! 40-yard touchdown to Stephon yeah. Diggs! Yeah, uh, so, basically, I have a final score, 48-45, taking yep. the Bills. It's it's just going to be a fucking... Uh, and watch, it's going to flip it. It's going to reverse it. It's going to be... put its thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah, it's going to be the... The, you mean it's going to be the atrociously low-scoring game where both it's going to be like how to play twenty to seventeen, and I'm going to be very disappointed because I'm I want to see this light show. I just yeah, I want to. A lot of people don't like high-scoring games. I want them to absolutely destroy each other. You got two of the I biggest their, arms going head to head here. I want their defenses to cry after the game, whether they win or lose. Don't cry. Thank me later for suggesting this, but they should all just stand still and, and just let them throw. The front seven just don't move. It's all corners versus play, wide outs. Play, you know, like the Hail Mary defense. <laughs> Cover yeah. two. Just go, go to town. <laughs> don't don't play that, that pussy shit. Don't play that slant. Throw it deep. Only deep passes if it's not more than 15 yards. I'm not watching. So we both have the Bills and we both have them in tremendously high scoring games. Yeah. And then to to finish out the episode, uh, who are your X factors for this game? Um, this, uh, this is a tough one. Uh, you know what? It's going to be both secondaries. Both? I mean, he, uh, my predictions, neither are going to happen because I think they're just going to throw the shit out of the football. Yeah. Um, I have the Bills running backs and the Chiefs D. So, I mean, neither well, are going to show up <laughs> but because we have such high-scoring games. But if they do show up, the Bills could control the ball and the Chiefs could keep it a low-scoring game. Yeah. If they wanted to, I don't see it happening. But that's that's my here. Here's my the keys. X factor: one end zone, the other end zone. <laughs> yep. Just see how many times they can go in there each. 